0: You are listening to the Project Weight Loss Podcast, where your best life is just one project away. And now, your host and life coach, Fina Perez. Hello, everyone. Hope you're all having a fantastic week. We will be talking all things exercise this week, particularly because I'm walking Camino de Santiago this week. <laughs> Notice how I pulled out my accent. And while this is not the first time or last time that I will be talking about exercise, I really don't want too much more time to go by without having a deep discussion about exercise. I will be giving you the good and the bad about exercise. And of course, I'm going to start with the bad first. But before going deep into that topic this week, I want to share a second testimonial from another Fabulous Project 66 participant. And what she shared is the following. Coach Fina Perez is inspirational, a coach who listens with her heart. Project 66 helped me create a roadmap to healthy habits and most importantly, the deep understanding of the mental and physical impediments in my way. With Fina's fantastic support, I now have a daily action plan where I continue practicing self-awareness in the areas of the food protocol, human connection, meditation, and gratitude. The 66 days of Venus guidance, tools, and support has been decisive for my new commitment to myself. And better yet, did I say I've lost weight along the way? End of quote. And you know, I have to say, this amazing person also taught me a lot as well. She is fantastic. She's so kind and she's just an all around good human being and she looks really good too. So I have to say, I'm really excited for her. I'm so glad to hear that she continues to lose weight following the deep dive we took in Project 66. So on to the topic today. I wanted to dedicate a full episode about exercise because I feel so strongly that exercise is such an important tool in our project weight loss, but it really needs to be done when your food plan is automatic. And I think you've heard me talk about that. I love exercise. I really love to be out in nature. But the reality is, is that exercise, it's not really what's going to be the key decider for your weight loss. And that's the bad news. The bad news is that while exercise is great, I really want you to decouple it from weight loss. You know, exercise has a lot of value and it has a place in our in our wellness, and our health. But it really is not the primary focus when you're looking at starting a food plan or our project weight loss. So unless you are doing it for a certain reason, and now we'll talk about the exceptions, but unless you're doing them for a certain reason... I really don't want you to be exercising. And the primary reason that I really want us to decouple the two, the exercise and the food plan, is because... Exercise, what it does when you do it together with your new food plan is that it depletes willpower. Literally, that's what's happening. So if it, if your exercise is not automatic, you're literally using up your willpower stores. And what will happen at the end of the day when you really don't have the habit of doing the exercise every day or, or, or regularly is that you're going to end up not knowing why you can't follow your food plan and getting tired. And then after a little while, you don't follow your exercise routine either. And that's why so many times people that start, you know, the new year with a new year resolution, and they tell themselves, I'm going to hit the gym. And I'm also going to, you know, eat right. And I'm going to do this and that and, and, you know, have all these changes. It's too much. And so because your willpower is being used, and we already know that the anterior cingulate cortex has a very limited window. And so we want to capitalize on that window to what's going to get you the full results. And what's going to get you the full results is for you to do your project weight loss as it pertains to the food. Get that automatic first before moving on to the other area. And the other thing I want to say about this is that what's really important here is to have constraint. And you want to have constraint because what we want to do normally is we want to multitask. We want to do so many things all at once. And there is a time and a place to be able to multitask, of course. But in this instant, you really want to constrain yourself because it's very similar to the Pareto principle, which is this idea that really 20%, about 20% of what you're going to be doing is going to affect about 80% of of what the results are. Focus on the things that are really going to get you there. And that work for your project weight loss is the food plan first. When I talk about you know, working out and and doing all of that. I also think about this idea that let's say that I went out and I walked for a half an hour or I walked a mile and I did this and I feel really good. You know, the research out there tells us do 30 minutes a day. Well, what that equates to really for many, many instances, it equates to very few calories expended. And so what it means at the end of the day is you went out and you ran and you walked or ran for 30 minutes, but the effect of that is like, you know, not having an apple. And so the actual outcome of that exercise is really not yielding you the lower calorie, which at the end of the day is really what's going to help you to get that um, weight loss. There's a lot of things that go to weight loss, and we're going to keep talking about that and talking about the risk assessment that needs to happen as you're doing your project weight loss. But really the key here is that when you're talking about exercise, it really has to be decoupled from your food plan. Really, I don't want you to be doing those together. And I want you to think about it as kind of a storage space, right? You have a limited amount of storage. And in that limited amount of storage, right? So if you only have X and you're using that storage up for exercise, then you're not going to have enough space for your food plan. And that your food plan, like I said, is really where your, your outcomes are going to be at. And so I want to give you a little bit of an idea of what's happening when you're doing both exercise and you're also following a food plan that you're losing weight. So what happens when you're losing weight is that fat cells are being released in your body. They're like little tiny bubbles that are being released. So they're all over your body and they're going pop, 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 pop. and literally what's happening is that they're releasing toxins into your body, which in part is why you feel so terrible when you're losing weight, right? you Feel these little toxins going to your body, you're feeling sluggish. Now you're adding to the mix. Of the fact that you're out there and you're exercising, right? So now you have a new routine of exercising. Your body's not used to it, and you're tired. You're actually physically tired from the exercise that you're not used to doing. There's another reason that your body's not feeling a hundred percent. And then you add to all of that mix that you're also hungry because now you instituted a food plan, and on top of the exercise and the tired and the toxins being released, now your body is really hungry for a certain amount of foods. And then you add another element to that, which is a an, an element of what's called withdrawal, right? This idea that if your body's used to eating sugar and flour, it's kind of like a toxin as well. And so when you detoxify from that, Also, you get the sensations of withdrawal. You have a headache. You feel a little nauseated. You don't feel good. It's kind of like when you stop drinking coffee, if you've been drinking coffee for a really long time, you get the sensation of a withdrawal. Add that to the mix. So all of this is happening in your body when you're coupling them together. And so that's why you feel terrible (laughs) when you're doing both of them. And on top of your willpower being depleted, now it's so easy for you to go off plan. And so when I say that I want to decouple them, I really want us to think that, You really want to have constraint and set aside the exercise for right now. Now, I'm not saying don't ever exercise. And I'm not saying that folks cannot be successful in their exercise. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it makes it a lot harder. And so if you already have a routine or if you've been someone that you have exercised regularly for a really long time, this is not an issue. This is not a problem. You can go ahead and institute your food plan because your exercise is automatic. And so adding another new habit, it can be okay, right? Because one is already automatic. And so if you haven't, I want you to wait, make your food plan automatic, and then we will go on to the next area. And the next area is really to just get the weight, some of the weight off first or have that habit of the 66 days where you're doing this food plan for 66 days. And what's going to happen in this time when you do it this way is that leptin starts to work again when you start really detoxifying your body. And so what I mean by leptin is leptin is what tells your brain to stop eating because you're full. And as importantly, it tells your brain that you need to go out and exercise right? And so this is very valuable. And if you have not heard my podcast on brain science, I highly recommend that you listen to it after you listen to this podcast, because until your hormones are working for you, they are going to be all over the place. And so you're not going to be getting the true signals of what you need. And so What's going to happen is that once your food starts being automatic, once your hormones start working as designed, then leptin is automatically going to tell you it's time to exercise. And so that's why it's so beautiful to do one and then do the other, because it's almost going to be like a natural passage. So then you can start the exercise. Leptin has started to work and it's actually telling you go out and do it. So it's a big plus because not only is your willpower not being depleted, your own system is telling you go out and do it. And so it may seem like you want to do both, but stop. Do one first, get your system working for yourself, get your system automatic, and then institute the exercise. Now, there are some times that I do recommend exercise. For example, your doctor has recommended a routine for a certain medical condition, like when my back went out and I had to do physical therapy, or you have a knee injury or you have some sort of injury that requires you to do some physical therapy or some exercises. Absolutely, go and do that. Do what your doctor tells you to do first and foremost. Your overall health and wellness is vital. So, that's when I will recommend that you exercise. The other time that I recommend that you exercise is if you're suffering from a lot of anxiety, you're suffering from a lot of stress, there's a lot of stuff happening. You may be seeing a clinician, and your clinician may be telling you, you need to do some walking, some exercise to really help relieve some of the stress. And so in instances like those, I do recommend that you exercise first and then you hold off on your, on your food plan. So now that we talked a little bit about this idea of when not to exercise. I want to start talking now about when I want you to exercise or when I recommend that you exercise. And so what I recommend is that once you have your food down, you go full force into the exercise and you really kind of just let the the exercise kind of supercharge you in a way. Started out with small amounts, and you know I love this concept that that I've heard around this idea. All I really love this concept of go big or go home, right? This idea of go big, but really for your exercise, I really want you to start small. And there are a lot of reasons why you want to constrain yourself to start small. And one of the reasons is because you really want to have something that is manageable. Because when you start thinking this thought that, I am going to do this bit and I'm going to do it regularly, then you start thinking of yourself as a hiker, a runner, a swimmer, a yogi, doing all of those things that you do every day in small bites is really going to get you in this I- into this idea of this is who I'm becoming right? I'm becoming a jogger. Who cares that it's like me, 14 minute mile. Really, it's this idea of starting to get your body warmed up. Almost like when you get your exercise warmed up, you get yourself uh, warmed up for exercise, It's kind of the same idea. Get your mind warmed up, get yourself going towards that goal. And so if you start with small bites, it's really going to help you keep it consistent. The other thing that I want to say about exercise is when you start with these small amounts first is you really want to start with this idea of it being flexible and it being in conjunction with something else that you're already doing that's already a habit. That makes your exercise a lot more consistent and a lot more manageable. And so For example, if you decide that you want to exercise after work, but you want to do it at a certain hour, think of what you normally do during that hour and couple it with that, right? Couple the exercise with that thing. Don't necessarily couple it with your food, couple it after you have your food automatic, couple it with something else, right? And so the idea of doing this exercise in small bits is also very helpful because it will be great for your joints and for your body if you start with increments of of smaller increments moving yourself up. You're going to find you may have less injuries. You may be less sore because of the fact that you're moving gradually. You almost won't even feel the change if you do it in these small bites. You know, the other thing that I want to say about exercise is this idea that when we are out in nature, most of the times when we're exercising, hopefully we're outside. And so I really think that, you know, when we think about starting an exercise routine, we have this idea, we're going to hit the gym. And for some of us, that really works, particularly if, you know, if that's what we enjoy doing and that's what's going to keep us motivated, absolutely go hit the gym. But I really want to pause there for a minute and really think about going outside, going out to nature, because what happens is that when you go out to nature, you get some natural endorphins happening in your body. You get some natural, you know, hormones working on your behalf. And the other thing that you get when you get out to nature is you end up getting vitamin D, you end up getting the sun. And that is so amazing for your overall health and your mental health to be out in the sun. And so I'll give you an example. You know, more recently, I had gone outside in the morning, I was going to throw away the flowers that I had received about three weeks ago from my Project 66 cohort celebration. And they lasted a really long time. They were really beautiful. And so I went outside to take him to the green bin. And I just got this feeling when I went out, like I belonged out there. And this feeling of going outside in that early morning and feeling the fresh air and hearing the noises of the outside, the birds and just the noises of the outside was really rejuvenating. And every time I go out, the first thing I do when I step outside, I asked myself, why am I not outside more? And so I asked you, how do you feel when you go out for the first time in the morning, when you see the sun outside coming up, when you see it coming out through the trees, or wherever that is in your neighborhood, and you just come out, what is that feeling? And so for me, let me give you a little snippet of what I'm talking about. So I walk out, and to the left side of me is a small little grab space. And it's a small little space of garden with plant boxes that my husband plots fruits and vegetables. And there's a little walkway with flowers with some bougainvilleas and there's a Meyer lemon tree there that's, um, that's growing and We also have a regular lemon tree. And then there's a huge fig tree that's absolutely beautiful. And then, so if I walk outside my yard, right in front of me, there's my patio table and umbrella. And I love being out there sitting in my table in the morning. And behind that, you can see this huge magnolia tree. And I love magnolias and it's a pink magnolia tree and it's absolutely gorgeous. I just love it. And then to the left of me, you can see my sunroom. I have a sunroom and I have all kinds of trees out there. I think I was a tree in another life. I have so many trees. And then what you see to the left is a little mini vineyard that's approximately around maybe 12 feet, 10 to 12 feet in length. And it has, it looked like a veranda out there. Like it has a canopy and you walk through it and it just feels like you you're in the secret garden. (laughs) It's beautiful. And I smell the fresh air. And you know, when I first go out there this morning, when I went out there to take the flowers to put them in the green bin, I thought this is the kind of thing that if we pay attention, we see when we go out, this is what exercise can bring to us. And we sometimes don't even pay attention of what's out there because there's so many things happening in our mind. And I think that being out there is so valuable when you go out and you feel nature and you witness and feel the sun. I'm giving you, of course, my personal opinion, but I think there's so much of what's I think missing in in our society today, in that we don't go out as much because our world is so dedicated to our work and to what's happening on the inside. And nowadays, with the the systems, the computers and the social network and all of that, that is all catered to be indoors, we don't get out as much. And so I'm not saying that you shouldn't be on your social media or watching shows or, you know, doing work. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is also incorporate your exercise on the outside, because what it's going to do, it's really going to propel you to even do it even more. And then what's going to happen as well is your mental health is going to be even stronger by you going out there and walking and enjoying the sun and enjoying your surroundings. It's really going to propel your mental health and your overall wellness. And, you know, I think that mother nature does wonders and it wonders in the routines and wonders in your, like I said, your overall health, get out there and do your, your exercise regimen outside, you know, anywhere that you want to do it by a lake by, I like to go out to the marina by my home. There's, you know, beautiful hikes everywhere. And this is one of the things that I realized, you know, after doing so many hikes in so many different locations, it doesn't matter the state, it doesn't matter the country, it doesn't matter where you're at, really, there's so many beautiful places where you can go on a simple walk. And so for me, it doesn't, you know, you don't have to go to a gym, you don't have to expend money. In fact, some of the most valuable benefits that you can get are absolutely free in Mother Nature. And so with that, I want to wish you a wonderful, healthy exercise routine once your food is automatic. Go out there and say hello to Mother Nature for me. And I will be recording my next podcast from Camino de Santiago. And I have a special intention for you On my journey, and I will be sharing that with you. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're ready to achieve your weight loss goal and grow into your most authentic and amazing self along the way, check out our website at projectweightloss.org. See you there.